welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. can you improve or strengthen your emotional intelligence? Oh, Scott, you should really answer that one because that's been a lifetime endeavor for you. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, you know, on a, on a scale of one to 10, my emotional intelligence is like 3,682. <laughs> should we talk about the year 2016? I mean, we can if you'd like. <laughs> I've just known you too long to let I, you get away I with I think that you're talking more about 2006 than 2016. Oh, that's it definitely was worse in 2006 than it was yeah. in 16. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that someone doesn't have emotional intelligence. It just means maybe they choose to not follow it oh, or pay attention to it. Yes, that sounds like a big excuse in that particular case. Do you know? It is a cho- I mean, it is a choice, honestly. It is a choice. And and in all honesty, though, it is also a skill set like any other skill set. Yeah. And it is something that truly, I, I, Scott, I, I'm, I'm messing with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we look at where you were when you and I first met and where you are today, there is tremendous growth in in this area for you it has been i would say maybe one of the top three areas where you have really put a tremendous amount of effort and energy and we've seen a tremendous amount of return on investment now i would also say i think i had that journey as well maybe i haven't had the same incremental growth that you've had but you've had unbelievable incremental growth in this in the six seven years we've known each other so, and I think if we if we back up a little bit, and we and we say, okay, what is emotional intelligence? Well, that is a very good question, right? Because part of this is what is it, and how do you define it? And I think there's lots of you know lots of definitions out there. So, Isabel, you brought this question. How would you define emotional intelligence? Um, I think emotional intelligence is has to do a lot with a self-awareness how you can analyze yourself and others as well i mean in all honesty that is a really big part of it and Mm -hmm. i think i think scott and i would agree with you that emotional intelligence starts with really knowing yourself and not just like the good stuff about you but also the stuff that's not so pretty uh, the stuff that's not so good and being able to accept that you are, you know, good, bad, and ugly. I mean, all of us are. And and looking at yourself as a holistic person and not trying to pretend that it's only the good stuff about you, that you actually have all of that. And, so I and, yeah, this is the first step. Self-awareness is absolutely the first step because it if you are not self-aware or if you're not, don't understand your strengths and challenges, then 
building upon that will be very difficult because where do you, if you don't know where you're starting, where, where, how, how do you know where to go? And the piece about that, that's a little scary. Okay. Is I think, um, you know, most of us think that we are very self-aware. Um, the research says that something like, what is it, Scott? Like 85, it's, not, yeah, it's nine, 90, per, 90 to 95% of people believe they're self-aware. Okay. Unfortunately, the research, okay, Tasha Yurik, and if you've never yep. read her work or seen her um, her TED Talk, which is phenomenal, comes in and says, uh, let's debunk that. Okay. Y'all think you're self-aware, but the fact of the matter is at best, 15% of the population is self-aware. So that means like 80% of us who think that we're self-aware are not. And and that should scare you just a little, right? Because in that spot, it's like, well, what don't I know about myself? What don't I see in myself that is so obvious to other people? And I will tell you, I ask myself that question all the time and it kind of scares me, right? Because I'm like, I think I know myself, but what if I'm wrong? And so I'm always seeking that. Scott, do you ever feel that way? Or are you like, no, I got it down? Uh, you know, I, I would say it's probably a little of both. If I'm, if I'm really, if, it depends. if I'm, if I'm, if I'm transparent, <laughs> if you're transparent and use your favorite line, it yeah, depends. It depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I would say, I, I think I, I probably, <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's, t- I'm confident there are times when I think, oh, I have this and I really don't. Um, but what it reminds me of is, uh, the, Arbinger Group's book, Leadership and Self-Deception. Yes. That the very likely the moment you think you have it, you you don't. <laughs> and the piece about that, and and I guess, you know, now that you say that, as long as I am continuing to look, continuing to strive, continuing to to um work at truly understanding that. So the other part of that is I could be self-aware and then, you know, here's another thing. And here's another thing. Mm-hmm. I can continue to grow in my awareness. And so I think the effort of looking for it and not just assuming and being cocky about it, maybe yeah. that's the piece that's most important. Yeah. And, and it is this piece of, you know, part of the awareness is the observation of what am I saying what are they saying? How am I reacting to that? Is that a fair reaction? Is that an overreaction? Is it an underreaction? Well, I was <laughs> was uh, talking with uh, someone I'm coaching the other day, and they had were kind of reporting back on a conversation that they had with one of their staff members. And the question that they asked is, okay, and the stuff that you're trying to grow on, what's working? And that person had a whole list of stuff that's working. Right. I was like, good. I'm so glad that that stuff's working for us. Okay. So let's kind of look at it. What is the stuff that you tried that, you know, it just didn't work so well. And that individual could not name one thing, not one area. And here's the piece. If you're going to have high EQ, high emotional intelligence, right? It's as you become aware of things, right? Now, that piece around self-management, that piece around self-regulation, that piece around saying, 
I need to look at myself and say, what is happening? That's reality, noticing it. And then second step of that, decide that spot about how am I going to go manage that so that I get the outcomes that I want. And anytime you cannot see what's working and what's not working in your own life, that's a sign to me that you are not self-aware. And and so I think to Isabel's original question, how do you build the skill? Well, I think first and foremost is you have to observe. I think journaling can be super helpful. What's working, what's not working. Um, ask someone. Oh, for heaven's sakes, of this piece. And by the way, when you ask, it's not asking because you want them to say what you want to hear. And it's not asking and then defending that they're, you know, your position or what you think is versus theirs. It's asking simply with this openness that says, huh, I wonder how the people hear that. And in that space of just going, taking it in, maybe you don't do anything about it the first time or the second time you hear it. Maybe you even disagree the first time or the second time. But if you hear the same message three times, four times, (laughs) it's probably true. You might not want it to be true. Okay. But that number of people who are responding to you in that way, there's some truth in it somewhere. And and then it's pick one or two things to practice and observe and see, you know, what what happens, what can happen, what what could I have done in that scenario? Yeah. And it is learning from those experiences. And this is the piece. I think sometimes we want to pretend that we're perfect, or we want to pretend that we don't make mistakes, or we want to shove problems underneath the rug. But in all of those in all of those situations, there's opportunity. It's the opportunity to say, what's the learning lesson? And Scott, I have found in my life that if I don't learn it the easy way, that problem is going to rear its ugly head later, and it's going to be worse. And Mm -hmm. if I don't learn it like the second time that it comes around and I shove it under the rug and I ignore it, it's going to come back a third time or a fourth time or whatever it is. And each time it ratchets up. And if I am stubborn, all right, in that spot, it's going to come back eventually and it is going to be huge. And just like the whack a tiger that we talked about, I'm going to find something's going to happen to me where I get whacked. Because I have to learn that lesson somehow. So please know the universe tells you, you can learn the first or second time it comes around, but it only gets bigger and worse as you wait and push it off and deny. And so I think that's the other piece about like having high EQ. It's learning earlier rather than later when it's going to be a dumpster fire, when it's going to be you know, a hurricane instead of just a small little pop-up thunderstorm. And it really is then leaning into it hmm. and practicing and even and and knowing you're you're gonna trip and fall. You're gonna make you're not gonna do it well the first time or the tenth time or whatever. What you'll find is the more you start to observe, the more you're you are just trying to be aware. Even if you're not actively doing something, the act of observing and being more aware will rub off and have an impact. 
And Scott, I love what you just said, because there's two sides of it. We've been talking about self-awareness, okay? But that piece of also being aware and observant of other awareness, our impact on others, the impact of the world on others, and how do they feel? The fact of the matter is, how do you learn to do that? You just observe. You listen. You shut your mouth. You ask questions. You give them space. And so there's self-awareness, but there's also, EQ is also other awareness. And you have to get rid of that, it's all about me, and put into that equation, what's going on with them? And as soon as you start doing that and practicing it, you get better and better and better at it, just like you get better and better and better at self-awareness. And those two things together, in the end, you know, start to build this piece where you recognize that it is your place in the world, become the best version of you that you can become. It's also your place in the world to make room for and accept the people around you, even though they're not perfect, right? Because again, neither are you. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.